Hey, this is Reese Scruggs from Havoc. This is Alex from Lee's Eyes. Hi, this is Dan from Valfreya. This is Tyler from Bagat the Nephilim. This is Samuel from Animal, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. with another metal artist interview. I'm joined by the New Jersey black and folk metal culprits, Winfarer. Guys, welcome to the Great Metal Debate. Thank you for having us. Oh, thanks for having us. Well, we're talking to you here at the Mag Bar in Louisville, Kentucky, at the midpoint of a week-long run through the Midwest and Northeast. Uh, first, how did this mini-tour come about? Well, it, it kind of started when we met uh, when we met in Caligon out in, in Virginia, and we did a show right afterwards in the meat locker in jersey and we we dropped this album out uh alma last uh in uh september and we were just like let's do a, a tour supporting it and we said hey let's do it in caligon because they obviously close to us and you know they um you know we love those guys and their style and it just jives really well together with us and they're really great guys so you know they, they're out of new york is that correct yeah rochester new york how did you first meet those guys on the road? Yeah, it all started when we went to go play in uh, Chesapeake, Virginia, and they had a little a, little, a tour going, and we just jumped on two dates with them. That's how we met them. So, and is that one of those things where it's not just the music, but also personality-wise, you guys clicked? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was just uh, the vibe was good with them, and we just got along great. And then uh, opportunity came for us for to, again just do a week-long run uh, on ourselves, and they jumped on with us, so we couldn't be happier. And you've also got a few dates here with our friends, Northern Kentucky, Pagan Metal Horde, Winter Hymn. Have you played with those guys before? Yeah, actually we have. In 2012, we played with them in Jersey, in Newark. And that, that, was, a, that was a fun time. And we, are, are, we always kind of like uh, distantly kept in touch. And uh, after that, we played with them. We were reunited at, at the Maryland Folk Metal Fest down down in baltimore and uh we rekindled our relationship in, <laughs> in a sort of way and they're uh they're just uh yeah our we just kept in touch from then on and uh the drummer uh chris we uh we just who's in a bunch of bands <laughs> yeah yeah cryptic him as well and stone yeah stone cutters every band every day yeah, so we just kept in touch with him and just decided to, like, get Winter Him on board for a couple of dates. Well, since this is the first time we've had you guys on the podcast, I wonder if you could give us a thumbnail sketch of how the band Windfarer came to be. Um, started uh, started in 2009, around then, when with the first demo, Glory Bound. Uh, wanted to do something uh, pagan, melodic, and... Uh, Viking metal inspired, the likes of Bathory, Falkenbach, Moonsaro, and uh, Ciferum, and uh, Magaleos from Spain. Kind of like wanted to incorporate uh, traditional instrumentation with uh, fast metal riffing, and 
uh, just look to the uh, to, to like tell like ancestral stories, and um, from then on, uh, uh, we ran in contact with Ben, the violinist, uh, who plays electric violin, and he added a whole new uh, whole new dimension to the sound, uh, besides just the uh, folk instrumentation. And from then on, uh, over time, we developed, and we have a full lineup now of actual actually five contributing members uh, another guitar player with Itai and uh, Mike on bass and uh, James playing on drums and uh, just not just uh, me and Ben playing uh, everything were the, uh, the pretty much the core members of Winfair they kind of uh, wrote everything and put everything together and then when me Itai and James kind of came on board we kind of filled the hole I, I would say that was missing brought our little vibe with with us too and you know compose and this uh latest album alma is the first one where we also contributed material and worked together as a group yeah it was a full band effort this this latest release everything prior was just more uh mike and ben were pretty much the sole song songwriters this time around everybody uh it was a more collaborative effort this time do you feel like the band is now more what you envisioned at the beginning, or is it just kind of naturally evolved without any planning? It's definitely a natural evolution. No planning whatsoever. It's more just see where the see where the wind takes us in a way. Yeah, just kind of like we're just kind of like looking at it kind of like we're just you know just on a on a ship in the middle of the ocean, just on a journey, just seeing where it takes us. You know, picking up influences along the way. Uh, we're always influenced by you know things we listen to and. You know, just our life experiences as well. I'm always interested about that. The backgrounds. Did any of you guys receive any formal training, or did you grow up in musical households? How did you come to the point that you'd even be interested in being in a band? Well, I believe uh, the only we have two uh, musicians in our band. Ben and James are trained musicians. Uh, ben went to Montclair State U University, and James is a Berkeley uh, gra uh, graduate. Um, James, our our drummer, but I know me, Mike, and James are self-taught um Itai. um yeah but uh but the, the 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 actual musicians of the band are ben and james i've heard your music i think you guys are all musicians so i'm i'm impressed so you all have already mentioned your latest album alma released just this september first tell me a little about the material you know kind of what were you guys trying to accomplish musically i think uh first we we had a vision of kind of taking what we've done in the past to a new level um, of, of, you know, the collaboration and the inspiration, letting it kind of culminate um, even with more um, directions, into new directions. And um, the uh, a important piece of it was also the, the sound. We were really looking for a, a clear and, like, booming uh, sound and so you know we turned to um, backroom studios uh, out in Rockaway New Jersey uh, a man I worked with before Kevin Intrusion and we knew that he would help us find that sound and uh, you know, to me that was very important and I think we're, we've, we're very happy with the final result um, Did all these songs kind of come together in one writing process, or had they been something that had been evolving and that you've been playing some of these songs for some time? Yeah, we it, it took a while to kind of put together. We we all had individually different ideas, 
and uh, we put together different demos. And over time, we kind of sat together in different sessions and um, refined it, kind of cut parts, and really took the best of what we thought worked. And for for the most part, we kind of like wrote skeletons of songs at home through the means of home recordings. It's so much easier to do it that way. So we each kind of just put together a bunch of ideas, make a skeleton of a song, and then we present it to the to the uh, group, and then we build off of that. So you guys live fairly close where you can get together and jam it out, or you like some of the bands these days where you're doing kind of tele-writing together? We, we, we all live uh, the, at most 35, 40 minutes away from each other, so, but we all convene, like, uh, we all converge together in, in, uh, in one location for a live practice every once in a while. Usually before a show, we do like three or four practices before a, a show after a while, but for this recording, like like Mike said, we we do we we each wrote our own songs, and we kind of like put them together. We just picked and choose which songs would go great together, and from there we just elaborated on them. And like, cause cause we we kind of like write skeletons for like the violin parts, for example. We write the melodies, and then we ask, and then we kind of let Ben go from there. Like we're just like, hey man, just like like this is like the idea. Just take it from where you want to go. We'll tell you whether to you know whether that's what we want or whatever, you know, like, but we all work together. We just kind of like, we criticize each other. And that's it. But usually, sometimes, but usually, we usually get along. And we usually like, we usually enjoy what we do, which is why we're, we're in a band together because we kind of all like each other's writing styles. In the writing process, do you find yourself sometimes surprised with how another musician goes? Well, the direction they goes wasn't what you were in, in, intending? Definitely. I know like there's one track, uh, Becoming, that I wrote. I started out like a, a whole different direction, and then we br- I brought it in, and then we kind of checked it out, and there was a major part in the uh, in the middle that we we're like, yeah, it's really not working out, and then we came out with like a new clean part that that you know we really liked, and just a, the whole song changed from there because it took it to a whole new direction, so it just throw away everything else and now I'm very happy with how it came out and um, you know we're always we're very open uh, writers we're not afraid to like you know the song's not your baby so we're, we're like ready to you know kill that baby and like start over no. yeah. <laughs> we, we, we kind of like uh, we sometimes let songs sit for a while and say hey I like it now but let's see like you know like a couple weeks from now we listen to it again it's like I don't feel the same way there's something there's something missing from this song there's something that we, that we don't we want we should change probably so yeah we're always criticizing some, our... song, some songs have gone through multiple revisions and uh, and then there was a couple songs that were barely touched at all um it just depends on you know how the uh the, the structure the core structure of the song uh came came about initially but yeah some had uh multiple revisions and some just kind of wrote themselves so well, as of September, it's too late to do any revisions with the album about Are you all pleased generally with the early response from fans and critics? Yes, very much so. Yeah, we were overwhelmed with the, you know, the response so far, and, you know, we're very happy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, we noticed, like, an uptick in people listening to us, and that's always, like, humbling, so... Yeah, like we're just we're always going to keep writing this music regardless, but it's it's kind of encouraging to see people actually like respond positively. Yeah, we really like, you know, the way when a lot of really good critics kind of tear it open and like 
you know, uh, analyze it and read the lyrics and go back and, and explain exactly what we were thinking. And you read that like, holy crap, they, they get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's, you like some criticism. You like them looking closely at the music. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, as fans, we do it ourselves. Yeah. I mean, so it's like pretty interesting to see it happen to your own pieces, you know? Now, it's interesting to me on our podcast, The Great Metal Debate, we debate metal and genre questions, all that. When I think about folk or Viking metal, I mean, that encompasses bands like Amon Amarth. I just saw Alestorm last month. You know, bands that are apples and oranges to what you guys are doing. When you think about all those different genres and influences, do you think at some point it makes sense to just talk about metal? Or do you think it is better to have some guardrails on what's considered within the genre yeah i always have that kind of like that that conversation with a lot of people and and honestly uh, i think that i think that keeps it interesting when it's like you you kind of like can tell the subgenres apart like you're not gonna rec- you're not gonna like recommend like a band like brutal truth to somebody who's into like uh like say uh like bathory like later era or something like that or like uh like in Seferum or something like it's like kind of it's kind of it's a kind of cool way to like like direct tastes you know like if somebody's into everything then yeah it's fine like we're into everything we'll listen to like grind and like brutal death and and jazz and part of the heart and part of the difficult thing about being into everything these days is just how much music is out there do you ever feel like man i wish everyone could hear my music but i know I'm, there's we're just small fish in a big sea yeah, we feel like that a lot like you know, the, and even as a fan, I get overwhelmed myself and, like, going on Bandcamp, going, you know, on Spotify, and there's just tons of material constantly bombarding me. Um, and, honestly, I rely a lot on, on like, discover uh, music and kind of algorithms to determine, like, show me new stuff that I don't know. So, and it, you do find a lot of cool stuff that way. So, you know, hopefully the algorithm, like, picks us up along the way too (laughs) well to feed into that always curious talking with bands from other parts of the nation or the world about their local metal scenes are there any metal bands from your area new jersey to area that the rest of the world doesn't know about yet but should listen to uh there's there's a lot and a lot of different genres too and uh, i would recommend not in new jersey but pa guys uh uh, dumal uh they play like Really great black metal band, um, Wolf Cloak, and uh, with Dumal and Wolf Cloak, we did a split with them, and they, they play really, really awesome black metal bands. Um, there's Gallery, Gallery from Elizabeth, from our town, our hometown. Um, there's also uh, cool grind, death, death grind bands like Scuzz, and you know, there's doing bands like Sunrot from Jersey, and they're always playing shows. There, there's a very active scene. Um, you just ruined my weekend. Now I'm gonna have to look up all those bands and listen to them, man. Uh, we're we're in Outer Heaven, sure. Right now they just got signed to Relapse. They're they're an awesome band, and uh, my uh, not a little shameless plug right now. I'm in another band called Replicant, and I play like uh, like <laughs> <You> dis- <bastard. laughs> dissonant death metal stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> well, starting to wrap up with you guys after this Alma Northeast tour is complete. What's up next for Winfair? Closing out the year and moving into 2019. Well, we're definitely going into a writing phase. Um, you know, we're we're definitely going to be open to play shows. Um, 
you know, as often as possible, but also uh, focus on new material and, again, taking it to wherever the next step is. Yeah, whoever's willing to host us, have us, if it's, you know, a day's drive or half a day's drive, we're willing to make the uh, trip. And, uh, yeah, we absolutely love it. Looking to play more of this album live for folks. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Oh, the songs are all written in a way that we can play it live, so that's that's definitely something we want to keep doing. Is playing live it was, shows. It was the final step, per se. We we came together and just you know the writing itself was really done. All the songs were structured, but we just played it together again and again, and then little little bits came out. Uh, you know, fun. Um, parts and, and yeah, little things like, like that like all the little bits came out and um you know that just i think brought it to life in a kind of a live setting a little bit more and then we were happy to play it just as it is in the recording live um so yeah, yeah. we want to play more shows so. <laughs> that's, that's just a bit, yeah gotcha well, finally, what is the best way for fans to purchase music and merchandise from Winfair, including the new album, Alma? So um, you can always uh, primarily go to our Bandcamp, uh, bandcamp.com slash Winfair. Or you, uh, if you want to get, if you're in Europe or anywhere outside of the U.S., you can get the vinyl from Avantgarde Music. Um, they're, they're Bandcamp and they're a big cartel. They have, uh, they have the Alma vinyl. And the Alma Digipack. We, we there was a delay in the Digipacks, and we should be getting them within the next coming uh, upcoming weeks. So we'll have them up on our Bandcamp soon. But and we have also uh, Alma cassettes through Folkvanger Records, uh, who uh, I met also through my side project Afar, who um, he put out my uh, recording also on cassette, and just an excellent guy and. We're happy to be working with Folkvanger too. He's done a lot for us, um, so we can you can get the cassette through the Folkvanger um, Bandcamp as well. Yeah, I don't have any side projects to uh, plug in, but uh, also you, you can just come. To, <laughs> also, you can just you can just come to one of our shows. We have merch here. You can just come say hello. Maybe the best way to do it. Uh, buy it from you guys directly. I hate shipping shit. <laughs> well, guys, my first time to see you all live this evening. Really looking forward to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for having us.